0: right now though stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration hello to all welcome to divas at care network i am joyce benning and i will be your host for this absolutely invigorating robust lifestyle show i want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live and will be listening to the podcast also i am just very very grateful for each one of our listeners today and I am just overly excited today to have with me a returning diva, Sharon Dilly, And we are going to talk about a wonderful topic today called Changing Veterans' Lives One Day at a Time. And what a more fitting topic than right here on Veterans Day. Sharon, could you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself today?
1: Absolutely, and thank you, Joyce, for having me on your show. I, My name is Sharon. I live in rural Oklahoma, and I work with American Humane, who provides service dogs for veterans in need. Um, I train the dogs, and then I work with the veterans, teaching them how to continue their training. Uh, we work with veterans who have PTSD and traumatic brain injury. So... Um, That's a job that most people would just love to have, and I'm lucky enough to have that job.
0: Um, What an incredible, rewarding job you have. And I don't know if you would even uh, quite classify it as a job because I can hear in your heart how much you love doing what you're doing by training these dogs so a veteran can have a better life and have a companion right there with him. Oh, girl. That is that is just beautiful. it just gives me the chills how rewarding that must be. I've just got a all over good
1: feeling <laughs> thank you it is it is it it is very rewarding it it's hard it's hard at times. Puppies are hard you know people yes. sometimes do one puppy you know every five or ten years and i I do one puppy every several months and and uh-huh. so sometimes it's hard but um and I just Uh, delivered a dog in California to a veteran. And, you know, those dogs come along that you could just absorb into your home. And then when it's Mm -hmm. time for them to go to their forever home, that's a little emotional. But um, the veteran, literally, when the day I was leaving, after he'd had the dog for a week and we'd been working together, he looked at me and he put his arm around my shoulder and he said, you have given me a gift like no other and nobody has ever given me something so valuable and so it was it was and I know she. she's in the absolute best home for her and it's just, it's just perfect so that makes it all worth it
0: oh wow oh that brought tears to my eyes because what a feeling that would be the challenges like you said with having the puppy and training him but the rewards that come for that, and yes, it, that would be me. I would have a really hard time letting go of them because I would get attached to them too. But then when you hear something like that, it's like, oh, my goodness, I know she. this dog is going to be so well-loved and taken care of. Oh, Sharon, that is just beautiful. I love that.
1: <laughs> Thank I, you. Yes.
0: You are so welcome. I'm sure you have lots of different experiences and stories with, like our title, Changing Veterans' Lives, One Dog at a Time. How? What are some other experiences that you have, the rewards, I should say, that you have received in doing this for the veterans with these dogs? You
1: know, I, I get so much. Back from these veterans, and I, I make some lifelong friends, and they stay in touch. But one of, in 2015, I was teaching class, and a, a mom of a veteran called and said, "Hey, you know, I gave my son a dog, and you know, could you teach, could you teach him how to teach the dog to be a service dog?" And I said, "Sure." Mm-hmm. So um, when I met this veteran, this particular veteran, um. He was really standoffish. He'd, he didn't have his pup yet, but he wanted to come to class just to see what was going on. So, you know, he came on. Um, he stood at the back of the room, did not engage with anybody, including myself. And I thought, oh, wow. So the next time I saw him, he had this tiny little dog in his hands, and it, it, he needed a dog because he was a trucker, and he lived on the road because he could not live at home with his wife and his children. The only thing he could do was live in that truck. So he wanted okay. a small dog. Um, could mm-hmm. not hug his daughter, could not go to restaurants, could not go to family gatherings. And, you know, he they were just hoping that this dog would help him enough to where he would get more comfortable um, <laughs> living a more normal life. And so he brought this tiny little pup to class, and literally I could hold her in my hands. And we had a class of veterans. And six-month-old German Shepherds. And I told him, I said, you just need to protect that dog tonight. Make sure she doesn't Mm -hmm. become lunch. But over the course of the next few months, Abby became, Abby the little dog just became his sidekick. And he learned how to (sighs) teach, he learned how to teach her everything she needed to be his service dog. And... A couple of months later, we were having graduation, and you know my husband came in, and a lot of a lot of veterans came in, and you know we kind of make a big deal of these guys, you know when when they when they can pass this, there's no certification for service dogs, but when they can pass the public access portion that I ask them to do and things, you know we make a big mm-hmm. deal of it because it's a big deal to them, and and he came after, it, and of course him and his dog passed, and he came up and he gave me a great big bear hug. And uh, I realized what he had done, but I wasn't even uh, sure that he did. And then he looked at me and he says, I know. Thank you. Uh, and yes, I can hug my daughter now. And it was just over the course of a few months, this pup literally, and it it was a baby. It, it wasn't a service dog yet. <laughs> you know, it was just this tiny baby puppy, Um, but it's, was life-changing for him. And um, at the beginning, uh, last year, he was in town. Mm -hmm. He'd moved off, and then he was in town. He called me, and he said, hey, you want to meet for lunch? Absolutely. We met at a restaurant, and he had his dog with him, and we ate lunch in a restaurant, which he previously could Uh not do either. And so that story, he sticks with me. He touched base with me every every little bit. He'll say, hey, how you doing? And, you know, mm-hmm. I inquire about him and his dog. But it's just those kind of miracle changes that that let veterans live a more normal life than they ever could without a dog.
0: Oh, wow. Oh. I think you just said it, a miracle change. And that's exactly what it sounds like, what these dogs are doing. They are just, they are performing miracles with these veterans. Mm -hmm. Dogs, dogs to me have always been just, they're just incredible. They, I, people, I always say, I don't think they get the credit that they deserve for what they do because they are, they are just magical. They are some, so they're a little miracle that's in our lives, and wow, did, was that ever a miracle story? From him to give you a yeah. hug right after that class, and then to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. yet when he touched base with you, and now he can he yeah. can share that with his family, and oh, all from right. a little puppy! Oh my goodness! Yeah,
1: tiny, oh, tiny little puppy. Um, you know, Joyce, oh. and I think you said something that is really important. We sell our dogs short every single day. They, for whatever reason, dogs have this knowing. And we, I, I can't explain some of the things. I train these puppies. I like to get them as babies and work with them, you know, really, and just grow them into beautiful service dogs. That's my favorite thing to do. But mm-hmm. I don't teach these dogs some of the things that they rise up and do. And I mm-hmm. freely admit mm-hmm. to the veteran, the veterans when they say, um, did you do that? And I did not do that. For example, I had one veteran, um, literally I placed this dog on Wednesday and he texted me Sunday morning. And I tell him once I place a dog, I, I'm like 24 hours on call for that pup mm-hmm. and that veteran to help them get mm-hmm. settled in together. But he mm-hmm. texted me Sunday morning early and. Can you talk? And I'm I'm an early riser. Absolutely. So this pup had woke him up at midnight licking his head. And what he didn't know is he just thought the dog needed to go out to use the bathroom. No big deal. You take uh-huh. him out to use the bathroom. That's what we all do, right? And uh-huh. uh, she sat down and stared at him, sat down in front of him and just stared at him. And he's like, well, why did you wake me up? She was licking the back of his head. So they went All back right. in, went back to bed, and two hours later, here she goes again. She's licking his head again, and so he took mm-hmm. her outside again, and again she mm-hmm. sat down in front of him and stared at him. And as he was walking back in at two, he realized that he was getting a migraine. He had debilitating migraines along with his other, um, with his TBI and his traumatic brain injury. And so he was able to take his medicines and get in front of that migraine, and it never did debilitate him like normal. Four days. Oh, wow. And he called. He said, did you teach her that? And I'm like, how would I know how to teach a dog to alert on a migraine, which I don't have?
0: (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: It's she just knew.
0: Yeah, she knew. They feel it they feel they feel that i would call it they kind of feel that energy that something is coming on like his headache was coming on they have that intuition to know what yeah. is happening like that and that she knew her love for him was to take care of him and let him know that he had one coming on before he even knew it right. oh yeah. that that is awesome oh my goodness Wow. I know. Now, I, I I just, I, go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead. I, uh, what I was going to say is I hear stories like this every single day. And it just, um, I, the dog I was telling you about in California, um, mm-hmm. and I just delivered, I delivered her in October, I think. And so I stayed with them for five days or, you know, in the same town. And we right. trained each day. And the day, the day I was ready to leave, I, you know, I went. We had one last training scheduled, and a, and a and a farewell from me from me and Ruby. <laughs> and uh, and and he he met me at the door that morning. And Ruby was turned out. And and he said, I need to tell you something. And I thought he was so serious. It, I worried a minute. And he mm-hmm. said, I I wait. I woke up last night with night tears, and Ruby was beside my bed, and she put her paw on me and then laid her laid her head on my chest. And he said it, oh, it was so beautiful to wake up, but he literally tears were rolling down his eyes while he was telling me this. And he said yes. it was so beautiful I was able to stroke her and fall back asleep.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, Wow. Oh, that is that is just incredible. They just, like I said, their intuition is just, it's unbelievable, and they live by their heart. What's in their heart mm-hmm. is how they live, just like she felt that and was right there. Oh, my. How do you keep your tears back? I'm teary-eyed through this interview. How do you keep your tears back when these veterans are sharing this, these experiences you know? with you?
1: You know I just don't. I I think tears uh-huh. are a beautiful thing and it, it it's okay yeah. to share those experiences fully with them I believe. Um oh, yes. and they already yeah. know how much I love these dogs and they right. they feel they they feel the love I have for them as well. Um right. because mm-hmm. we just we just connect. You know, we just oh. connect and um they know that I'm here um I'm here as a trainer but I'm also here as a, a person and a human and you know mm-hmm. as far as our veterans go I I have a huge compassion for them because we these young men and women they they join up and they're asked to do things to to help keep our country free and then they come home and we've got so many Wonderful veterans organizations helping veterans now. I think, I think we're doing a better job now than we ever have of supporting them. Um, I also think there's more that we can all do. But um, these veterans, they, they need us. They need our support, yes. and they need us. They need our understanding because mm-hmm. once they come back, they don't see the world like they saw the world before they left. And I think that's one of the things some of us don't realize is, you know, that, yes, they live and they have a family and they have a wife and they have children, but sometimes their wife is also their caretaker because Mm -hmm. they can't get through life without somebody guiding them at some point. And so I think that's one of the things I I would implore our listeners to, if there's a veterans organization near you, and there probably is – volunteer, get involved, reach out to them, because there's so many amazing, incredible men and women that have served, and they just want a chance at a more normal life. And, and that's, okay. what, that's what these dogs do for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you know of a veteran, go to AmericanHumane.org and have them apply for one of our dogs. We've got them all across the United States. Um, or find an organization to work with because they're out there and there is help.
0: Oh, uh, wow. Well, yes. Oh, and that's, I agree with you because, I mean, veterans have given so much, and us that have not done that have no idea the trauma that they have gone through for our freedom. And we, we need to give back to them because they have given so much of themselves. And I just love how these dogs are... The dogs are stepping in sometimes maybe where some of the humans are lacking behind, and the dogs have the intuition to know what to do, and they don't have the fear. They're like, we're going to help them in any way we can. Right. And that is what is yeah. so beautiful. Oh, wow. Well,
1: and I, I think you're, the cool thing about the, the way I do things is, I um I teach the veterans how to meet the dog's needs and I teach them how to connect with the dog and take care of the dog and then the dog just reciprocates it just reciprocates yes. um and I just it, it's so important you know for the dogs have got to be tended to and I think that's what in the book I'm writing, that's one of the main things that I teach people how to do is to realize. Um, I, I just got back from New Jersey, and I was working with the man who had his, his dog already, a six-month-old puppy. They loved this dog, but they did not realize how much exercise and all of these things a dog needs. They just can't live in these tiny little apartments. They have to get out. They have to walk. They have to have time to dig and chew and do all the dog things. And once you meet those needs for the dog, the dog reciprocates Mm -hmm. in kind every single time.
0: Oh. Oh, I would agree 100% because even with my dogs, I mean, my little red healer, I mean, he knows how much I love him and care for him, and he would do anything for me any of my dogs would it's just amazing how it is some of the instances you were talking about on a real small scale as just a normal not a veteran that uh, living with dogs and loving them with all my heart they if my husband's not home or something I mean they are just right there with me and I mean even if I go in the house it doesn't matter what room I'm in the other day I was um uh, taking a shower and there they both laid right in front of the door like okay we're laying here <laughs> in this door no one's coming through here and it's just exactly. it's just incredible how they know so much and they will give they will give everything they got to the person that they love and is taking care of them it is it is a beautiful it is such a beautiful friendship and such a companionship i it's hard to put into words when you experience that kind of love with a dog. Yes. I <laughs> yeah. I always say um my little red healer is my very best friend and he truly is. He knows me better than anybody else and that's I'm not that's just how it is cuz he's my he's my buddy.
1: And yes, and they oh, don't tell your secrets that you don't want anybody else knowing either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You can share everything with them, and they're not
0: gonna go tell anybody <laughs> there you go, yes,
1: yes. So,
0: oh, that is just just so beautiful. Well, I'm sure is there another uh experience that really stands out to you that you'd like to share with our listeners today that dealing with the dogs and the veterans
1: yeah i i I just thought of one actually. So, um I, I told you in the beginning that I live in rural Oklahoma. I, I believe it's the absolute perfect place to raise puppies, right? So right. um I was delivering last I think March, I'm not sure when, um I, mm-hmm. I delivered this dog to a large city. Um and of course I've exposed pups to Oklahoma City and, you know, our large cities. But this was mm-hmm. a very, very large city. And, you know, I really stress to the veteran, listen, he is not used to city streets. He's not used to cars all the time. So, you know, really take care of them. I really stress that with this person, you know, this veteran, to really take care of this dog because he has no clue about cars. And um, right. so so he was used to She had her, her morning walk that she took him on daily, you know, every day. And mm-hmm. they were stopped at a stop at a stoplight, you know, waiting there, waiting the walk signal to cross this busy street. And the walk signal came, and you know, let's go. And we, you know, was planning on moving on, and he wouldn't come off the curb. He sat there. And oh, wow. I, I always tell my veterans, when your dog is acting out of character, don't just mm-hmm. assume they're being stubborn or obstinate. Figure out what's going on with them. There's usually a reason. So she yeah. said, that thought went through my brain. I went back to the curb because, you know, she had she was at the end of the leash stepping off the curb to go across, and, and he just sat uh-huh. there. So she, w- she went back to the curb. She said, I was going to go have a conversation with him, figure out what was going on. So she stepped back up on the curb and squatted down beside him, and right when she did, a car came out of nowhere exactly where they would have been. Oh and oh. how did this country dog... Know mm-hmm. that there was a car coming, and that he shouldn't go where his person said to go in that moment.
0: Wow. Um. Yes, she. The dog just saved the person's life, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Literally. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I and didn't teach
1: him that.
0: <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't have, especially not living out in a rural area. And yeah. You didn't teach him that, but once yeah. again, his intuition and their instinct, it's its absolutely incredible. It's, it's just like when my dogs bark. I mean, I usually know there's a reason. They're trying to tell me something, or if they're mm-hmm. kind of acting out of character, it, they're trying to tell me something. It's not that they're being right. disobedient. They're trying to get a mm-hmm. message to me to understand. Oh, wow. Well, That's...
1: And and speaking of that, Joyce, so even even with you and you know, you and I are not veterans and we don't have mm-hmm. the trauma of war, but sometimes our dogs know, um, say if you have anxiety or if you're stressed about yeah. something or worried about something. So maybe your dog's acting a little bit off or maybe mm-hmm. maybe he's a little clingy or something. Um, I just encourage people Take a self-check. Figure out what's going on inside of you. Maybe they're trying to say, hey, come back. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Mm-hmm. All is well.
0: Yes. Oh. oh, that is so true. That is so true. I mean, my red healer can read me. I mean, we read each other through our eyes. <laughs> and he knows exactly how I'm feeling. And that that was so true. If you're having a stressful day they're feeling it probably double Mm -hmm. what you're feeling it actually because they're taking it on they're taking on those inner that energy and just they're trying to help you through it by doing that is the way I always look at it that they're there for you and saying hey I'm right here let's just work through this together is what I what I get from him
1: (laughs) exactly Exactly. Well, I I am willing to help anybody train and work with their pups, and I have all kinds of tips on my website, thepuppypuzzle.com. dot com. If anybody mm-hmm. is interested, they can reach out to me, and I will respond.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we will definitely post that link as to your website. Also, oh, that is incredible offering like that too. That you'll you help not only. veterans you help a lot of people with the training of their dogs and your book and i love your website puppy puzzle that puppy com. that is just perfect that is so fitting for what you do (laughs) thank you thank
1: you that is just awesome
0: well and Talking, you had mentioned about a book, also. I also want to tell our listeners that uh, you are one of our authors in Diva's Animal Prints on My Soul book that is going to be released in December. And we are just overly excited for each one of our authors, and it is very special to be able to have Sharon sharing information in our Animal Prints on My Soul book. So I just wanted to recognize you as an author in Diva's upcoming book to be released in December. So you don't want to miss that one either. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's my
0: pleasure. You are so very welcome. Well, as and I knew this interview would just absolutely fly by, which it has again. Do you have a final tip that you would like to leave with our listeners today on this special Veterans Day?
1: I think, I, I, you know, I've said pretty much what my message is, is pay attention mm-hmm. to your pup. And when they're acting obstinate or stubborn, look to yourself. If you're a veteran or not a veteran, just look to yourself and figure out what's going on within you and al- allow those dogs to step up and, and do for you what they desire. I think that's what I would like
0: to share today. Oh, that was just absolutely beautiful. Oh, that was that was incredible because basically they are mirroring you, is what what they're mm-hmm. doing, and that is that is just beautiful. Take time and just look, and they're there to help. Oh, oh, Sharon, that was beautiful. I loved every moment of it. <laughs> well, thank you. And I have to ask because you have so much to share. We barely talked on just a few things and with the book being released and you've got a book has your book been released already on the puppy training?
1: My my book is not released the puppy puzzle is not Uh quite there it's still in the editing phase Um, it's a training guide to help every dog thrive Um, but if you want more information go to my website Um, there's some there's some games that you can request, and I'll get your email, which will notify you as soon as it comes out.
0: Oh, perfect. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I have to ask, will you be my guest again on the Robust Lifestyle Show? Because I would love to continue sharing more information that you have about training dogs and with your upcoming book and you being an author in Diva's Animal Prints on My Soul. I would love to interview you again.
1: I would absolutely be honored to share oh. what I know and to visit with you.
0: Oh, fantastic, Sharon. I I am just overly thrilled to hear that. That is just awesome. Thank you again so much for such incredible information that you shared with our listeners today. It was it was incredible.
1: <laughs> you are welcome. And, I enjoyed every minute.
0: Oh, well that made two of us that enjoyed every moment. Definitely. <laughs> And listeners, you heard Sharon say that she will be back on my Robust Lifestyle show. And I want to thank each one of you for tuning in to this incredible interview today with our amazing diva, Sharon Dilly. Please, please share this show with all of your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day. And remember the tip that she left at the end to pay attention to your dog and just look back inside yourself at what's happening. And share all your love. Give your animals a great big hug and share all your love with them too. And remember, be kind to all. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram,